Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah. I want to get that um sound bite by Martin. I'm going to look What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Marty Martin in the Marty house. Martin. <laughs> Marty Martin in the house. I need, I need a permanent button that's like when he's kicking everybody else out. Like he always kicking people get out of his house. <laughs> get the stepping. Get the just <laughs> kick it. Welcome back to another week of Because Life Podcast. Yes. Where we start differently every week. <laughs> something new. I mean, that's why you guys come back and listen, right? <laughs> something new, something bottled. <laughs> Episode 46. Yeah, we did 46 episodes. That's kind of wild. Right? And it's like not repeated stuff. Like, how did we come up with 46 different things to talk about? Because Yo, I was just thinking today, like, what? I feel like we talked about everything, and, like, we've only pretty successful. We only hit the surface, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> the nuances. Yes. Of life. Um, so, welcome back to a new episode of Because Life Podcast. I am Ashley, um, be- what's my name? Poetic Recovery on Instagram. Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Too much wine, I guess. <laughs> it's all right. I'm technically four thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your name? Because I think too. Oh, see, look, I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, I am Mimi Yvonne. Awesome. Mimi Yvonne on the Insta waves as well. That's what up? Easy to remember. What up? Um. So I'm just a disclaimer. Um, me and Nima are recording on different places, so it might sound a little different when you guys listen right, to it this time. Just it might. So if you guys are wondering when you listen to it, like, why it sounds so weird? But I hope it doesn't sound weird. It should probably sound fine. But um, yeah. that's our new technology for y'all. Y'all I told you we was moving on up. We can. Okay, we moving period. Up. <laughs> Look at us. For real. Okay. I'm doing a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> we glowing yeah, up. we really come a long, a long way. Like honestly, like, no facts. Shout out, shout out, shout out, thanks. Shout out to me. I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's this old line of like, I have fun. I'm done. I think it's, it plays in my mind constantly. Like, it's I one know. of those things that just will always have a place in my heart. I one. have fun. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna send it to you. All right. I have fun. <laughs> what? Like, this is everybody else is fun. Like, I have fun. That's I think that's why I think it's so funny. Yo, think about Vine. I just think about the people I used to watch on Vine. And, like, not all of them, but a lot of them have blown up. Like, um, on I am TV Zoe. now, strange. Right. Like, what? Like I am Zoe. I started following him on, on on first of all, I sort of started following him on Vine because I was like, this nigga look good. Then the more I followed him, the more I was like, wait a minute. Um You don't hmm. think you look good. <laughs> but he might still though, but he like, I'm a bat for the other team still. You look good, girl. But like you cute, but right. he don't think you look good. Mm. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, gay guys be like, you, you working this sis. You, know, you cute you, girl. You cute. Look at that body. Like, yes, all those things. Yeah, they will admire guys. you. But, um, yeah, I found out he was bad for the, the other team. And I was like, oh, but I still like him. He's cool. He's funny. Yeah, he is funny. He's yeah. not funny. I love his twerk parties. 
His what? His curse writing. Oh, I haven't. You know what's crazy? The algorithms on face on Instagram is really serious because I don't see those anymore. I really, I barely see people that I have followed before. Like it's really, really weird. So I think I started following. That's what people. happens when you pop in. <laughs> That's what happens when you pop in. I don't be seeing you. Do what you want when you pop in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I hear you. Um, she bit me, okay? I'm not. She got like four accounts. Me? I got three. Talk to me nice. I got three. Talk to me, talk to me nice, sis. Oh, wait. I think I do got four. Oh, shit. You're right. You're an entrepreneur. I got to get rid of one because I actually gave away the clothes on the um perfectly thrifted website or yeah. Instagram. I got, I like sent them to um Plato's Closet, which I feel like is a freaking ripoff. Um, they be giving you peanuts for your stuff. I remember I gave them a pair of shoes I wore twice. Okay. And I think I paid like $70 for those shoes. And I, with that and the other stuff I gave them, they gave me like $25. I'm like, nah. the shoes alone are like 30 nah, nah, nah. They wouldn't even take my stuff. So that's better than what they did for you. <laughs> Oh girl, they they have like declined my stuff too. Like my stuff is. They told nice. me my stuff was too mature. <laughs> like, okay, what? Uh, I can't. So I just I just take my stuff to Salvation Army. They're gonna take everything you give them. I mean, you're not gonna get no money for it, but they're gonna take everything, right. and everything's gonna get sold because that was my place to shop. Like in 2010, 11, 12, I was in. That was all my clothes. Salvation I miss this thing. I just don't have the energy to do so anymore. Like, it, yeah, I don't have the energy. So, Salvation Army to me was easier to navigate. I've been to other places that you thrift and stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, it's a little like overwhelming. Like, red, white, and blue is it's good. I'm glad they got a bigger store now here in Patterson. Because before it gave me like anxiety because it was like so small. Um, not I'm not being like racist or anything, but all these little Hispanic women just running around trying to get shit. I'm like, mommy, like <laughs> I'm trying to get. Yo, I'm dead. I'm dead. It used to be like like a, a lot of old Spanish women in there, but um, yeah. I don't know if you're from Jersey and you used to thrift. You know the I'm about to tell you about, but the one in Elizabeth. I never been to that one. You used to hit like grit, at least in Essex County. Like everybody who thrifts. Yeah. Was there. Mm. Was there. Mm-hmm. I like unique. It's pretty dope. So mm. how was your week? What's going on? Oh, child, my week. Um, <laughs> My week was not the best. Okay. Um, Everybody know I have a boyfriend. Um, But I broke up with my boyfriend on Monday. But we're still together. <laughs> We're still together. <laughs> I want to be don't, don't ask. Do not ask. It's a okay, long story. Working through. Working through. Work, things, right? I, working, working through. Um, I'm a person of second chances, third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances, all the chances. Maybe my downfall. You, be, you believe in love. Let's, let's say it I, that I way. I don't know what I believe anymore. Honestly. Love. Um, yeah. and I had some depression. I had depression for like two days. It was really, really bad. Um, so I was in a funk, but Friday I got up and I was like spunky and I was like, all right, 
I can do this, you know? So mm-hmm. I would give myself, um, I would give myself like a C plus because it was a down moment. Like the week was like a roller coaster, but I brought myself out of it. So B minus C plus, you know, one of those. Um, it must be something in the stars because I didn't have a like I was a little down too, um, personally. But um, yeah, no, I talked myself out of it. I have this thing where I'm like, hey, you're fine. We're we're fine. We're okay. I'm I'm pretty sure you've heard me. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> we're you're fine. Good. We're okay. We're okay. We're fine. We'll be fine. We'll be, okay. Like you know, in all the in all the pronouns, right? <laughs> <laughs> like talking myself through it. Yeah. Um, and I rose above, you know what I'm saying? I went out, I hung out with some peeps, you know what I mean? Uh, reached into my self-care bag and yes. re- and brought myself out. Um, it's, so something I've learned in therapy is like to ensure that you have like a go-to list mm-hmm. of things that you know that you can do to, you know, make yourself feel better. Nice. And I went in, and I went into the, 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 the bag. And I didn't fumble the bag. Nice. So don't fumble. I'm gonna give myself a. I'm gonna give myself a B. Eh? B. I didn't fumble the bag. B. <laughs> we like bees. That's better than passing. You almost right. Period. Boo. Ten, ten, ten points away. <laughs> um, something I started. I started driving for Uber Eats. It was actually really fun. Really? Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I didn't, I didn't enjoy, enjoy it when it got dark because places I didn't know where I was going was kind of like scary, <laughs> but, um, I enjoyed it. So it was fun. Love that for you. Look at us. Look at the bro. Word. Need some income. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So let's get into this. Let's get into, um, oh, let's get into, my black sugar no cream and um black owned business of the week so i'll start with black what is it (laughs) black tea no sugar no cream why do i keep forgetting the first line we just said we don't fumble the bag i I fumbled sorry guys you're right (laughs) this is why we have this podcast because we be fumbling okay or it could be guessing. Every, every week, every day, every, day. every second. Every day. <laughs> so, um, you know who Betty Boop is, right? The doll? Yes. Mm-hmm. My aunt is like, was like a fanatic of Betty Boop. And she had like all the dolls and all the clothes. And I couldn't play with them when I was little because, you know, they were hers. So, interesting enough, a black woman named Esther Jones was the real Betty Boop. Um, so the iconic cartoon character, Betty Boop was inspired by a black jazz singer in Harlem introduced by cartoonist Max Flesher in 1930. The caricature of the jazz age flapper was the first and most famous sex symbol in animation. I feel like they always use black women as sex symbols. Like we've always been looked at as, um, the ideal body types if you mm-hmm. we've always been over. Looked at, like over time so this yeah, is not surprising 
Yeah. Um, here we go. Betty Boop is best known for her revealing dress, curvaceous figure, and signature vocals. Boop, 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 a doop. <laughs> That's the sound. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Boop, 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 <laughs> um, while there has been controversy over the years, the inspiration has been traced back to Esther Jones, who was known as Baby Esther and performed regularly in the Cotton Club during the 1920s. Have you ever been to the Cotton Club? No, never heard of it. Actually, really? I don't know what that is. In Harlem, what is it? it was like you know where, like back in the like twenties and thirties, that's where like all the jazz singers went and musicians and dancers. That's where they um performed at pretty much in Harlem. I went. I I've gone there one time when I was younger. I mean, obviously it wasn't like the same kind of thing, but um, I remember eating grits. It was like a brunch. I remember having grits there. That's my really? only, that's my only memory of that's that. Fun. Yeah, it's like by like, is it by Sylvia's? Not sure. You you heard of Sylvia's, right? The, um, you know what, Nima? Like the seasoning? No, well, yes, but it's a restaurant in okay. Harlem called Sylvia's. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've actually been there, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, Baby Esther's trademark vocal style of using boops and other childlike scat sounds attracted the attention of actress Helen Kane. <laughs> during a performance in the late 1920s. After seeing baby Esther, Helen Kane adopted her style and began using boots (laughs) in her song as well. Finding fame early on, Helen Kane often included this baby style into her music. When Betty Boot was introduced, Kane promptly sued Flesher and Paramount Blue Publix, I'm sorry, Corporation, stating that stating they were using her image and style. However, video evidence came to light of baby Esther performing in a nightclub and the courts ruled against Helen Kane, stating she did not have exclusive rights to the booping style or image and that the style, in fact, predated her. Period, poo. Um, Period. (laughs) Baby Esther's baby style did little to bring her mainstream fame and she died in a relative obscurity but a piece of her live but a piece of her lives on in the iconic character Betty Boop so when y'all see Betty Boop even though the doll is white um it is really (laughs) Esther Jones okay and this lady Helen Kane tried to take her style and I'm gonna be surprised that the judge back then was like no 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 this black woman did this I'm surprised at that honestly me too I'm also I'm not surprised that it was inspired by black women oh Everything's in, uh, I'm gonna get in there, but everything. Not surprised about that, but um, shout out to us for real. <laughs> shout out, shout to out to us. Um, speaking of shouting out to us, this week Black Owned Business of the Week goes to a woman. Um, I actually don't know her name, but she has the um, her product is called Build Her Up LLC on Instagram. Um, and it's literally about uplifting, um, I don't know if it's specifically to black women, but it's about uplifting black people, period. Like I have, I ordered a hoodie from her that says black on it. Um, she has hoodies that says confident in black. Um, it's a lot of prayer stuff. She has mugs. She has, um, a journal. She has like pens and stuff. It's a really, really nice stuff to have. Like if you go on her website. Um, nice. so yeah, it's a black woman. So look her up. She's um based in Atlanta, Georgia, of course. Um Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. So yeah, build her up <laughs> LLC on Instagram. So check her out. 
all of her stuff is really nice. I saw she has sweatshirts, she has hoodies, she has t-shirts. Um, again, she has mugs. She has two different kind of mugs and um, a journal, notepads, like sticky notes or whatever. So, yeah. I would. So, so, so. So, yeah, that's my, no. little, my little thingy. What's your corner, okay. ma'am? So, um... I just, so I, I was going back in my journaling and um, anybody who knows me knows that I have always been an avid, write everything down, get it on paper, like all the random thoughts in my head. I'm always like, mm, jot down. And um, so at the beginning of every year, I sit down and I write my notes. I, re- I, I review my year in December and by January 1st, I have a set of intentions and where I want to go. And and I just think it's so funny. <laughs> Hilarious. That guy was like, aha, you thought. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, like, I did check some things off my list, right? But the lesson I learned this year or going into 2021 is that, like, the kind of the kind of intentions that I set going forward, right? Because like there are so many things that we don't control any longer, or that we understand we don't control any longer, and we thought we controlled, mm-hmm. right? But like, go, but um, but you never know what life is going to look like. Right. I did not know that eight to nine months out the year that I would be sitting home, working from home. Right. I remember. I, re- I we were like. In March, we were discussing trying to go from a one day a work one day work from home week to a two day work from home week. Mm. Right? No, no so sense. it's just so right now we're like Always nine months. In. <laughs> yeah, it's just so ironic how life changes and pivots, and how we all need to be resilient and um, and flexible and and pivot and change. So. Um, the question I want to pose to you for my corner is how would, how, how are your intentions or your goals or your, uh, what most people set is a resolution changing going into 2021. Um, so I've always done like uh vision boards always. Um, this has been something I've always done. And most of my vision boards have been like pictures and stuff like that. But my, my therapist was like, Maybe it shouldn't just be pictures. Maybe it should be goals that you literally write out, right? So for the past two years, I've been doing that, putting goals, like financial goals, um, health goals, whatever the goals were, I would just, you know, list the things. And I found myself not doing those things, like, on Mm -hmm. a consistent basis. This year has taught me that I can't procrastinate on the goals that I have because I saw somewhere where it says procrastination is – me having the audacity that I'll have time to do something. Ooh, the uh, it's the audacity, it's the audacity for, for me. Me, that's crazy. Exactly. So wow, that's a perspective changer. The it audacity. Is. It's kind of like we just take time for granted. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh well, if I don't get it done today, I can get it done tomorrow. But who knows if you're going to be here tomorrow or have that opportunity tomorrow? Um, not even right. being morbid. It could be like something that you should be taking now because the offer is here. And if you don't take it, then let's say it could be gone tomorrow or, or the next right, hour. Yeah. So going into 2021, 
my mindset is completely different. I'm still going to do a vision board, but it's going to be specific to the things that have um, come out of me this year. Um, The things I didn't think were there that I found that I'm like good at and, or I can perfect at like perfect, perfect it. You know what I'm saying? But I have to work towards it. So going into 2021, that's going to be a difference for me for my, quote unquote resolutions. I want to call them goals instead of resolutions. Cause I feel like resolutions are like, I, to me, I feel like they, when you say resolution, it's kind of like, doesn't really get done. It's kind of a uh, superficial in a sense and not tangible. So. Yeah. I don't really set resolutions either. I feel like I set intentions, right? Cause mm-hmm. like it, it takes away the pressure of it's a goal. Or it's a resolution. I have to do it. Like you know what I mean. It's suggestions and in, an intention for where I want to go, right? Thanks. And it also leaves room for 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 me to over deliver or under deliver, right? Or mm-hmm. right for me or God or universe or whomever. You know what I mean? To show up and show out. Like this is where I would like to go, but you know, if something else happens, that's cool too, right? You know. Right. Um. So from what I'm understanding, what you're saying is that you're going, like, your your board is more of a motivation of, like, what you've been doing and to perfect what you've been doing. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, I've been doing um, the Wastebeat business. Uh, we have the podcast. Um, what else will I have? I think I have another thing. I can't remember. But it's the other, thrift shop. Oh, the thrift shop. But I'm kind of getting rid of that. But um, there's another project I'm working on that I'm my intentions are set to work towards those things. So I'm not just going to think about it and say, "Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do this. This can work here." and just not do it. You know, I'm going to m- make an effort to be intentional on those things. So I decided like I actually started it now. Like I just took my journal, not my journal, my um planner and every week every Sunday I plan out my week and what I'm gonna do and I try not to overload myself but it's built with things that I want to do that's gonna get me to that next step so Mm -hmm. those are my so I have like you said I have intentions um and I agree it gives you room to exceed those intentions or gives you grace to say at least I worked I worked towards it I didn't meet it at the end of the year but I was working towards it now I can right. pick up and regroup and start that for the next year. Right. So giving direction for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way that my goals are changing for this year. So I've always been like a like result driven person is like this promotion or like save this amount of money and like this year coming, my intentions are so different and they're all interpersonal um interpersonal goals like my relationships with with people and how I present myself right so um this year I learned to pivot and invest more in my relationships and my friendships right so next year my goal is um similar but to like expand my community right like those are the things like I think I'm aligning or learning to align more with like what I actually want right because like What's mm-hmm. riches without what's riches without the people around you, right? Like, and I've always felt that, but like, none of my actions were ever heading towards that from fear of like not having security or providing for myself, right? So now it's like, well, if I have a community, even if I get into those situations, I still have support. 
I still have a group around me to be able to work, um, help me work through those things, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, my goals are completely different. Like, they look different. Like, there's no numbers attached to them. Mm. There's no metrics, right? Like, I've always been the person that, like, kills my performance reviews, right? Because I'm so good at setting smart, um, smart goals. Right. And if anybody was right. in corporate America, you know what a smart goal is. It's like, you know, it's measurable, it's obtainable, like it's all the things, right? Mm-hmm. This year is completely like in the... Just in the atmosphere. I don't know. It's just there. In the atmosphere, like it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's very like no numbers, very like a feeling. And then like, and hopefully at the, end, at the end of the year, I'll be able to look back like, wow, this is the feeling that I created for my, for my life in this year. I think that's good because that just taps into mental health. Like, like I went on a whole rant yesterday on Instagram about mental health. And I feel like a lot of us don't want to acknowledge that we have mental health, not illnesses, but that we have to. Deficiency. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we have to like cater to our mental health self-care is catering to your mental health like mental health don't mean that you're quote-unquote crazy it just means that you know you just have to uh care for your brain care for your mind so your intentions for the year is is catered around your mental health because you know making oh wow. i didn't even think about it that way yeah like um making sure your your the value of your friendships are like intact that's cool like that's something really dope to have as a goal um it doesn't always have to be like oh i want to make um i want to save this amount this much amount of money by the end of the year or in six months you know that was me <laughs> for Those six are, years yeah, girl right. like and i killed them too Beat but i'm just saying i'm just saying it's like what <laughs> <laughs> no but it's completely different now like right. i learned that i can do that like you know what i mean like if anything 2020 has taught me what i can do Yep. With breath. Yep. yep. Right? Like, yes. cause like, it's not even like I had to be, like, so aggressive this year, right? Like, I just had to show up yep. for myself and do the things that were already set out for myself versus me being aggressive every other year. Like, all right, this not working, work this too. Mm-hmm. Work that too. Do that too, right? But this year, I focused on every niche. Like, all right, this is this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Do this well, right? That's what you This do. is the friendship that you have perfect it learn it learn your friends learn their nuances ask detail-oriented questions instead of just existing together right because it's because you can exist alongside someone but never really know them right so learning more questions to ask i mean i've invested in so many different like question-oriented games that like help me foster right (laughs) help me create these relationships um it's kind of funny like even my finances aligns with like the intention, right? That's it's, anyway, it's full circle. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> so yeah. So my corner is essentially like um, encouraging others to do the same, like to set goals that are not number orientated, are not finance orientated, not date orientated, right? Like mm-hmm. things that will make you feel better in your body, in your life, in this moment, and in this existence, right? Because. We never know, like you said, like the audacity for you to believe that you have more time right. is crazy, right? And at the end of the day, we all know that what matters most is right. literally your relationships. It's literally the life that you live and how you feel in your life. Even if your 
your um, intention is to spend more alone time with yourself and get to know mm. yourself more or date yourself. Like, even if it's just that, like, it's a feeling that you're creating for your for your home frequency. And if you go back to episode one, you know what home frequency okay. home frequencies are, okay? And you need to check where your energies are leaking. Okay, Erin. Okay. <laughs> this is how her references. I think that's really good. I think that's a really good um note to people because I feel like most people put on that like um that that pressure of you have to set dates to accomplish these things like you have to like you know it's like that's so much pressure and when you do that you don't cater to your mental health you your your mental health is like in the toilet because you're like so worked upon like okay I need to do this by this and not to say you can't do that but I think the other things are like um better for yourself better for your self-improvement, better for your health, mental health. And I think this year has really taught everyone that because like you said, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And we've mm-hmm. been witness of that from January to now. The amount of people that have been like lost or like, you know, who who we've lost or whatever. So that's that on that. Period, boo. So let's go into our next. Um... <laughs> topic. Hey, girl. Mm. I wish I could see Nima right now. <laughs> so exciting. So um, I shared that I've been investing a lot of money or uh, resources or just research in um in things that make my life greater and make my relationships greater. One of the videos, uh the video collections that I've been um spending a lot of time watching is uh so there's is it the end? I believe it's the end and I brought a lot of cards from let me just double check. Is it the end? I didn't recognize it as um, the end when I looked it up. I just saw like Oh it's called six. T it's called T for two, but Okay. So if you go on Instagram and type in T for two, they have this stream of uh, or this collection or seasons of um, people asking each other 36 questions that foster love or create love or you could potentially fall in love between each other. Right. And there's a 36 questions that create a connection between you and a perfect stranger. Um, and I just wanted to discuss some of the questions, some of the hot takes, some of the um, ideas of how to create love with Ash. Ash is. She didn't mm-hmm. want to fall in love with me on, um, on the podcast, so we're not going to go through the questions. But <laughs> Nah, son. Say no. <laughs> so I do want to start with, um, do you believe in love at first sight? Oh. I don't think I believe in love at first sight, but I do believe in infatuation and I do believe that when you see someone and meet them I feel like you may have that inclination that this is the person for me mm-hmm. like when you see them it's kind of right. like you know I think it's like a um energy um connection that people have energy don't lie no energy don't nobody lie. says no uh, I, I think every religion has a try to steer by the 
spirit type uh, scripture. Sorry, <laughs> I would say text message. <laughs> a text message, okay? Right, a Every religion has text messages. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't technically like I see. I don't technically believe that. Like, if I see somebody, I'm like, oh. I love that person, right? But you're like, oh yeah, no. There's there's more there. Like there's a feeling there. Like whether you've known each other in the past life, if you're into that kind of thing, or like it just feels like home, right? More right. of that home frequency feeling. Um, but because uh, I think it's a choice right, so, to love someone, so I don't know if it's like get spicy on them. Tell them about this choice, girl. It's a choice. Like you make a choice to love someone because. I just say that because like people are people, right? And you don't like everything about a person. So you literally have to sit here and, you know, want to develop like a relationship with this person, knowing they're like the things you like and the things you dislike. You're choosing to be with that person. You're choosing to love this person and you're choosing to allow them to love you with your flaws. I don't like to say flaws because we just people and it's a flaw. I mean, is it really it's a fine. flaw? Like, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's good, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I guess know. I could challenge the ideal of a flaw, right? Because like, if you're telling me, like, people are who they are, right? Then, like, you're telling me that who I am is a flaw. That's pretty messed up. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> like, like, I don't want to be a flaw. Right. Like, hmm, is it really a flaw? Like, I feel like a flaw right. is like, there's a hole in your shirt. That's a flaw in that shirt. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, so it I up. have a hole in my body, like I have a hole in my soul. Okay. Well, we be having holes in our hearts if we don't care for ourselves, right? Oh, so, a, like, that's it's, different. Yeah, it technically is a flaw that you didn't nurture yourself or or don't know that's how. A, that's a wound to nurture that. Wound. Right to nurture that wound, mm-hmm. like you have to be able to acknowledge the wound, right? Hurt, right. and then find the resources to help you know that you need to be healed from that woman is not always just me right right and is, then you actually have to do the healing yeah we had this we had this talk about healing <laughs> it's never don't be knowing that they gotta heal people don't even know that they have things to heal from people don't realize that like they don't realize they bring i mean this is completely off of what we're about to talk about but <laughs> um people just don't realize that like you're carrying back Yo, I didn't know what the song meant when I was younger, but as I got older, Erica Badu, Bad Lady, lady I, I was you like, yo, wow, okay, I get it now. Like, yeah, that song, first of all, Erica Badu was a genius, so I'm just going to say that. I, I mean, like, she honestly teaches me something, and it's, it's so, I haven't listened to that song since I was probably like 16, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know when the song, when it actually came out. Oh, it came out in 92. 92? Nah. No, seriously, because I remember when we went to the concert, remember we went to the concert, and she was like, oh, I made this for the 90s. I was trying to talk to my son, and I think her son is my age. Um, I don't know if it came out in 92. I think it was like 97. Early 90s, maybe 93. I would bet $10 on it. 91? Early 90s. Dang, Early 90s. showing. Um, it was on her 2000 album, so... It was on Mama's Gun 2000. That's, a, that's not the first one? 
Mama's oh gun. Two thousand. Damn, I yeah. was way off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know the name. I had the first album. I forgot the name of the first album because that's the one that had on and on, and um, uh, that's Black Lady. It's ninety seven. Yes, that's ninety seven. So I was way off. Either way, either way, Bag Lady. If you ain't never heard of it, I don't know where you've been living under a rock, maybe. But um, (laughs) listen to it because the lyrics now as an adult is like, sis. I'm like, she was beating me my whole life, and I'm just now realizing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, let's get into your 36 questions to fall in love. Okay. So, do you want to read all the 36 questions? We can or... go through it like one by one, just like. Oh, you want to fall in love with me? No. Okay. Fine. All right, let's fine. just let's just fall in love. With you, okay. <laughs> let's just fall yeah. in love. <laughs> Um, we um, or we can some. discuss how it could fall. So, okay, so give it. So the first one it says, given um, the choice, and who would you have dinner with? With anyone, if you can choose anyone in the world, who would you have as a dinner? Who would day? I have dinner with um, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah? Really, that's cool. <laughs> or Brandy, <laughs> one or the other. I would say Queen Latifah more though, because Brandy, I, I, I love Brandy, but. My love for Queen Latifah is more relatable. So. All right. Mine is going to be Ooh. a little Dimson. off. Dimson. Huh? Ooh. Huh? Ooh. <laughs> that's a body, but that ain't coming. the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a body. I would, love, I would love to cook for that young man, okay? I mean, I yes. mean, Yeah, Dimson. I'll, I'll be a cougar for him. <laughs> I ain't even got to do the same Anyways, um, he talking his ex girl. Good night. Anyways, who would you going to go to dinner um, with? I want to go to dinner with Kanye. Ooh. Hear me out. I mean, I'm not mad. Hear me out, right? For someone to have such a shift, right? Like to have such a shift in personality or like content that they create, they have to be pretty diverse. Like if you remember. Like Def Comedy Jam poetry, mm-hmm. Kanye to current Kanye. Mm-hmm. I just want to pick his brain. I want to know what was the shift, right? Like, what are you privy to that I don't know, right? Because even back then, he was above his time. Like he was before his time, kicking game that we was just like not even like right, right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's the song? He's like um. We all got insecurities, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even the ones with the highest self-esteem. Like, you feel me? That's crazy. So he was above our time before. So, like, how do we know that he's not above our time now when we just not hearing him? Right, because I think it's wrapped up in other shit that we're more focused on. than You yeah, feel I, me? I, I think Kanye is still a genius. Like, it's just kind of lost in some other things. I definitely believe it's lost in translation, a hundred percent. Right, but that's crazy that 100%. you picked him because I literally was listening to College Dropout today, and girl, I've been in my Kanye <laughs> bag this week, so I ain't gonna hold you, Kanye, because you know what happened? Uh, what's his name? Um, Kid Cudi bought the album, and it made me remember like old Kanye. So I was mm. in my whole bag. nice, my early two thousands bag. I'm so, done with yeah. you. Yo, when College I was Dropout is a box, huh? 
college drop out is a bop. When I was listening to it now, I'm just like, this is a bop, but it's also a message in here. And I listened to this while I was in college. They I should have been, like, been like, yo, I'm out. <laughs> I'm quitting. Because that's literally what that's he was what saying. saying. That's what, like, he was you above don't need college. I would never push college on my kids. Bump that. I'm good. Unless you want to be a doctor, unless you want to be a teacher, like unless you need to be have to go to school because of what you really want to be, nah, you ain't going. (laughs) Nah, you ain't going. It's too expensive to push on anyone. But like, even then, I remember listening. Like, why would anybody drop out of school? But okay, Kanye, whatever, right? Right, right, right. Like, like, what if we just missing it? So, Kanye, Kanye West, yeah, come over for dinner. (laughs) Um. Okay, so so the way these questions are set up are in a couple of sets. There's three, there's three sets. So we can ask maybe like three or four from each set, oh, right? Because there's a lot. Not, I don't have mine set up in the set, um, unless I do and I oh. just don't see it. I mine just mm-hmm. literally going from one to thirty six. Okay, so you just um, want to skip around? We can skip around, but I do want to ask um, the second question because I think it's an interesting, not an interesting, but I think it's a cool question. Um, what would you like to be famous? Oh, would you like to be famous and in what way? All right. I read that differently. I think, <laughs> I I think like, that's a complicated question. Right? Because I don't want to be like famous. Like, I don't want to be Kim Kardashian or Kanye West. Right? Mm-hmm. But I do want to be known for the legacy, for my legacy and like what I leave behind and the relationships. Um, that I leave behind and the impact of, of, you know, my existence, right? Like I, I want to be remembered for sure as like a cool, fresh breeze. <laughs> a cool, fresh breeze. You're so 90s. Legit. <laughs> That's it. Cool, fresh breeze. <laughs> like I want, I like, I work so hard to just be like, not a heavy, um, a heavy energy in the room. Right. Cause I know that I could be very intense a lot. Right. But I work really hard on like, I suppose I'm so dark and so grim and I just don't want to be, I don't want to add to anyone else's burden. Like I want people to, my loved ones to come to me and be like, yo, like I feel better. Like I feel like you shared this burden with me. Right. Right. Like you, you held space for me, like a cool summer breeze. No? Like a nice fluffy pillow. Like a nice fluffy pillow. <laughs> And weighted blanket in Cabo. <laughs> I need a weighted blanket. I want to try it. Life painting. Oh, aren't they like kind of expensive? Are they a little pricey? I like fifty dollars, but it's oh, worth it. That's not that bad. I thought it was like more than that, honestly. No. Um, I'm kind of with what about you. you. I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't want to be famous in the word in the in how famous is set up. Like, yeah, I don't want to be in a spotlight of anything. Um, but I do want to be successful. So I want to be successful with where people know how I'm successful and why I'm successful and what I'm successful for. But I won't be a nobody. Like, don't ask me to make no speech nowhere. I'm good. I don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do want to leave like a legacy of like me helping people. Cause I think at the end of the day, my core like um I don't know what you want to call it like my core gift I guess is I don't want to say counseling but it's more to help people and I think that's why Mm -hmm. I'm so transparent because I just feel like 
there is someone else that may be going through what I'm going through and they're afraid to speak up about it, you know, because of stigmas or because of, you know, being rejected. So because I've dealt with all of that and I'm still dealing with those things, but in dealing with those things, me talking about it is helping me to feel better about those things. So I feel like talking to other people and mentoring quote unquote other people is something that I really, really enjoy. And I don't care. Like it could be teenagers. It could be adults. It could be whoever. Um, so I do want to be known for those things. Um, so famous, famous in that way. Right. Now I want to be in the right. spotlight. <laughs> Nah, I'm gonna get off the spotlight on me. Yeah, no. You can keep it. I don't even like um, seeing who's watching my stories. That shit gives me anxiety. <laughs> Every time, yeah, I and you. I do one, but thank you. I don't look. I, I do not look. <laughs> like damn, thirty six people watch this. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, I think this question is really funny because it's something that I've never vocalized to anybody else, but I do on the regular. Okay. Uh, before making a telephone call, do you rehearse what you're going to say and why? <laughs> so, you want to go first? Let me go. I rehearse everything in my head, like for real, for no lie. Like situations, scenarios, like wow. like I I run like best case and worst case scenarios in my head hmm. every time. That's interesting because I don't want to. Cause I don't want to be thrown a curveball and then like react and say something off whim and then be like, nah, you shouldn't have said that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you're going to regret the impact of those words. I'm very big on like, um, I'm not one of those people that get mad and be like, well, that's why your dick was musty. Like, you know what I mean? That's what oh I do. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not one of those people. That's why, you know, your booty, like, like these people be throwing low blows. Like yeah, they I'm not one say. of those people. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people because I feel like those things, Stay with you even after you're just hot and angry, right? So, oh, right. So even when someone asks me, like, or like, I know I'm about to go and hang out with a girlfriend, I'm like, all right, what could we? Like, I want to make sure I, I ask this, I ask that. Like, I'm yeah, I've run scenarios in my head. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I just call. No, I guess it depends on what what I'm calling for because. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time I'm just calling to like talk to my friends or honestly, we're not even calling, we're texting um, or FaceTiming, but we know what we're going to talk about. Cause like, girl, I got the tea or whatever, or <laughs> just like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, I don't ever yeah. rehearse anything more. So if it comes to see, I don't rehearse stuff before I have the conversation, but I rehearse stuff in my head just in case that conversation comes up. I never had the balls to actually call and let's talk about this, but I have it in my head. So I, re- I, re- I have a reaction to like, the, I'm like, I literally, yeah, I'm crazy. I literally have the conversation by myself pretty much. And that's Me too. It. And sometimes I even hurt my own feelings in the conversation. Like, what if this person says that? And it's like, oh, sis, it's you. It's not even them. It's you just, never got to bring up the conversation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's perspective, homie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be running all the scenarios. (laughs) Um, Okay. Some of these questions are weird. Um, Wow. Oh, my God. This is morbid. I don't want to ask that question. (laughs) Okay. 
see these questions are hard to say if I'm gonna fall in love with someone because like I don't care who you want to take to dinner like huh for what in your life do you feel most grateful 2020 I'm not gonna hold 2020 was a game changer the way I love myself the way I love my people like the way I work what I've done at work 2020 most grateful I would have never sat down if I did not have a 2020. You know me, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know me. I'd be running for no reason. None. (laughs) For no reason. Just moving. No reason. I know how to rest now. And that's good. It's a blessing. It is. It is. Um, I think 2020 goes in hand with what I'm grateful for. I think I'm grateful for, I guess it's similar, like the ability to be able to ground myself and think of the things that I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm grateful that my mind, even though it's a little wacky, um, was able to like, (laughs) unique, let's say unique, unique, Unique. speak positivity (laughs) into your life. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for, um, for that. And I'm grateful for the amount of support that I've gotten. And I'm be honest, the amount of support I've gotten has not been from people I'm very close to that much. Not there have been people obviously that I'm close to that have supported me, but most of the support have come from people that are not my friends or are not people that I associate on associate with on a daily basis. So I am grateful for that village. Um, Yeah. It's grateful that my mind is working to help me improve myself. Love to hear it. Love to see it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what role do you? I'm at the second set of convers of conversations questions. Okay. What role do you love, and does love and affection play in your life? What roles do love and affection play in my life? Yes. <sighs> hmm. Zero, none. Say no. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest when it comes to love. I've used this word in relationships. Um, I've used this word um, quite often. And sometimes I reflect and think, is that love? Or am I infatuated mm-hmm. by this person? Mm-hmm. So in my life, like, I think I've loved one person completely like love love them other people I feel like it's more just an infatuation that can grow into love um so it plays a really weird part in my life because it's kind of like I juggle with it like am I sure you know that's yeah. like the juggle affection <laughs> now like <laughs> affection plays a lot because I am an affectionate person and I need affection so that's just always going to be there. Like, you have to show me affection because I'm always going to show you affection. No matter what. I mean, this is for like, so affection in a romantic sense and affection as a friend as well. Um, And my affection as friends, and they're different, obviously, because I'm not about to like kiss up all on you if you're my friend, you know? Um, <laughs> shut up. Um, I think affection with my friends come in the, um, form of 
like gift giving and doing things to make them happy to like, you know, bring joy to their, to their lives or bring joy to like, you know, if I see something that I'm like, Oh, this is cute. They might like this. So I'm going to get it. Um, or like just gifting my friends with like money when I know that they're like down with, you know, stuff like that. So that's kind of how I show my affection with my friends, obviously. Love. Um, and that's a, that's a part of love too. So yeah, with love with my, yeah, love with my friends is different. Like I love my friends. Like I said that the other day I was like watching a video. I was like, yo, I really love my friends. Like <laughs> so dope. they're so lit. Um, yeah, so the two are different when it comes to relationships and when it comes to friendships, obviously. And family. Like, family is like a, you love them because of your family. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, I, I know people like, I can like my family. I mean, I can love my family, but I can't like them. That's true. Nah, so, I love and like my family. I ain't going to hold you. Yeah, there's no one in my family that I, that I dislike at all. Like, at all. I mean, there are people that are distant. Us Daniels, we a solid pack. Like that's the for real. That used, A1 day. that used to be my family. My, my best friends for a long time were my two brothers, my two younger brothers. Like we get in trouble together. <laughs> <laughs> like fun. Um, love and affection, the roles that they play in my life today—they're a lifeline. Um, mm. for so long, I would try to convince myself that I'm not a very affectionate person, but I, girl, I asked my friends to cuddle with me now. I've pretty, probably said this 80 times on the podcast, but like, do you want to come over and watch a movie and cuddle? Cause we can. Your friend? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never cuddled with a friend. Um, I mean, as a single, uh, me and my best friend definitely cuddle for aw, sure. Oh, that's cute. As a single woman, like, um, in 2020 you just learn to ask what you need for what you need that's just what it is <laughs> i need cuddles, cuddles and there's no man here so you're gonna be my cuddle buddy that's just it and i got a way to blink it too for when they're not available so we're good that's cool <laughs> yeah um yeah okay i think i have a friend i'm close to that i can possibly cuddle with but we don't mm-hmm. but she's crazy she's very territorial like rub on booties like the whole night yeah i feel like all my friends we all you know what's funny i have a friend that's like it was my work friend and we do like <laughs> she's so inappropriate when it comes to work when we was at work she would like literally grab my boobs like <laughs> oh my gosh like and we we, did it. we just grabbed each other boobs like it's crazy it's weird like you have a juicy butt i wish i had a butt because she's, she's a white girl like i have a flat pancake <laughs> i'm like it's okay <laughs> you have a fiance and a baby and i don't so <laughs> evens out balance um i mean i guess, I guess this is like kind of similar to what you did what we talked about friendships what do you value most in a friendship Mm. most yeah non-judgment being able to like exist with you and not have to perform in any way there are friends that like 
I could go away with and feel like, oh, we have to be doing something in order to have a good time or like going somewhere or drinking, whatever the case may be. But there's this core group of friends that I have that I know that when we go away or we hang out, we can just literally be in in each other's existence and still enjoy each other's time. We don't even always have to have a conversation. Like, it's just like easy peasy lemon squeezy like if we want to talk we want to talk if we don't we don't and that's fine and i'm happy that you're here with me existing that's cool that's cool um hmm i think i value a whole bunch in my in my friendships but i value that no matter what, like you said, no non-judgment, no matter what we go through. And this is all my friends. I have pockets of different friends. And in each of those pockets of friends, um, like there's no judgment and we could all be who we are to each other. Um, what a blessing. It is like, it really, really is. <laughs> I, I, that's pretty much what I value. Like, being able to to depend on my friends and being depend being a dependable friend to them as well. I mean, there's no friend I have that I cannot call at any time and need. Like I had a breakdown one time at like twelve o'clock in the morning, and my friend came to me. Like that's I, that's love, okay? Right. Um, yeah. And and vice versa. Like we we did that for another friend of ours. So. And I have a friend that I talk to about everything. Like we don't, she don't like really talking on the phone. So we send voice notes, <laughs> be like 10, 10 minute voice notes, but we're talking and she's always, always there to listen. And that's like the best thing in the world. So non-judgment and um, presence is what I value. Love that. Yeah. Um, set three. I think set three is more of a, like a here and now moment kind of question, um, which is kind of cool. So it says, complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. I wish I had blank with whom I could share. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I had, yeah, blank with someone. I could share something with someone. I wish I had blank that I could share with someone dinner i don't know for 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 me i'm gonna tell the audience this it's not something that i normally share but i'm a whole ninja what i'm a ninja like nigga oh ninja ninja. i thought you you was trying to avoid the word nigga no like it's not a joke what Nima? Please explain. <laughs> Please explain. Like you know, people who throw like the star blades. Like I'm a ninja. All right, so I'm going to answer now. Um, <laughs> I wish I could share with somebody, and and they understand, but no one ever understands. Okay, please explain your ninja. Like, are you like Rocky loves Emily ninja? Like three little like ninjas, three, little, three ninjas. Like man. I'm the sensei that trains the three little ninjas. Wax on, wax off. Me. So okay. So at nighttime, Mr. Miyagi. Okay, Mr. Miyagi, but call me Mrs. Miyagi, Miyagi. 
Yo, you're laughing though. I know. We got to talk about this off, <laughs> off the, off of this, because I'm confused. <laughs> That's cool. Your ninja night. Your ninja like um. You be like creeping at night, like when you jump, you don't make no noise. Yes, in the night. Okay. So, <laughs> I believe you. Thank you, friend. Look, all space for me. I do, I do, I do. I actually do, because Aquarius. Um, <laughs> I wish I can share my full, full self with someone, but in a relationship. Mm. That's what I I, I I wish I could do. Like yeah. the things that I do with myself at home, like dance in the mirror and like do dumb shit. Like I literally crack myself up all the time. I have no shame <laughs> in that at all. Yo, the other day I literally sat here. I was drinking first. I was drinking. So that's a premise. <laughs> And I videotaped myself singing and dancing to all these like seventies um songs. I really loved music in the seventies, like wild. I love them. And what I, an old soul. I'm such I have like my parents like listen and can't to can't like, pick out a Drake song. Nah. It's amazing. Nah. It's beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing about you. I don't know who who is Drake. Who who is that? <laughs> I don't know. He would be listening to a Drake song and not know who it is. That's that's strange. I've learned now who with how his voice sounds. So love, love that. I, I got it. I got it. I think I've love, always love known. That. I've always known what his voice sounds like. I just was always like, I don't know. I don't want to be wrong. Because <laughs> you know, like my brother be put me on the spot. Like, who this? Who is this? I'm like, oh. In my head, I'm like, it sounds like Drake. It sounds like Drake. But is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> put on put on Lenny Green. I'm like, that's Lenny Green, girl. Ah, I love that's that the about you, <laughs> That's Rufus and Shaka Khan. Literally, the the most beautiful thing about you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so I hung up my Nima by accident. <laughs> so she has to call me again. <laughs> <laughs> she's laughing at me just call me again <laughs> she is like laughing just call me <laughs> this is see this is how this is what happens when we're not recording together and I try not to uh do that why is she we're on zoom too so she's just looking like I just want her to pick up her phone and just call me this is the beauty of podcasting guys um so you're going to hear the phone ring. It's fine. It's, it's going to be Nima. I think she can hear me. Why is her mouth wide open? Oh, 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 oh. I know why. Okay, do it again. Do it again. Do it again, ma'am. <laughs> there you go. No, do it again. I was explaining. I'm like, this is the this is the uh, the flaws <laughs> in recording. Like, Yo, that was funny because I was trying to get back to my phone. In the it's weird, like when your phone is like when it go black, it pops back up with the end button right there. <laughs> so, 
my phone. Oh, you hung up on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was me. You hung up on my phone. I was like, oh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I hung up on you by accident. Um. Okay, so my question. <laughs> Are we connected? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. They can okay. hear you. Um. So my question, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Oh, y'all should see her face. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Wow, what a question. Um. Hmm. Mm. What a question, right? Because, yes. like, I feel like the way that I was raised made me who I am today. So there's not much that I really regret about it. Um. However, I do think that. I was raised, or it's been, I was trained to be a little cold, so I would a little? allow a little bit more. <laughs> You're cold in a in a friendly way. Thank you. You're welcome. When I first <laughs> met you, I thought you were cold. I was like, ooh, hmm. she's a little snappy. But I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah, you, I get you that a know lot. That. You know that. Yeah, I get that a lot. It's but, just, it's just like, wow. Okay, very cool. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think I would allow myself, like, if I was child Nima, I would allow myself to develop more emotional connections. Okay. Yeah. So not that I wasn't allowed to. I just wasn't taught to. Okay, I get you. Yeah. Um. So, not to, like, shit on my parents or anything like that. I think they raised us pretty good. But I wish that they had instilled, um, like, more self-confidence in me. Um, And I honestly wish that I had a better, better, like, father-daughter relationship that I see so many, like, women have. Um, Mm -hmm. with their with their dads like me and my dad are cool like yeah but I didn't go to him to talk to him about certain things like I went to my mom like and I I I went to my mom as I got older so it wasn't even like a teenage thing it was like a I'm in college now so let's share the shit you know so (laughs) (laughs) and I talked about talk to her about everything so I kind of do wish that I was I, I just I wish that I guess my dad was more into having a daughter I think he was, but my dad is like you. You met my dad, so he's just kind of like, he's just laid yeah. Back. He's super he's just, cool, like yeah. He's just super chill like, about all right. everything. Like all right, yeah. It's snowing, all right, <laughs> right. Like he's mad right. chill. He's just and but the, lover. right. Yeah. <laughs> but the crazy part about it is that I'm exactly like my dad. Like we are the same person. We I, I get my early birdness from him I get my love for breakfast from him <laughs> we sit the same way it's like so Y'all weird. Walk this we walk way. the same way like uh, <laughs> which is kind of terrible because I'm a woman <laughs> <laughs> and we both like oh it's this is so funny because my if I call my father my anytime I call my dad I am on the phone with him no more than five minutes if it's longer than five minutes and it's something different, it's going to rain, it's going to 
be a firestorm. I don't know. <laughs> but literally, my father is the get off the phone fast because I have nothing to talk about anymore. And that's how I am, too, with people like I don't really have nothing to talk about. So um, I got to go um, wash these dishes real quick. So um, <laughs> I got I got to go. <laughs> Like, I gotta go put the the cat in the dryer. Word. Like, Yo, you, 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 I gotta go walk on the moon. <laughs> you ever seen this? Oh, it's this lady. I first saw her on Facebook. I think she a comedian, and she did a skit where like her friend called her and the girl. Like, so she was like laying on the couch. First of all, she do both the voices, so it's not like another person. So the mm-hmm. phone rings. She answers it, and the girl was like, "Hey, girl, what you doing?" She's like, "Nothing. I'm just laying down." She said, oh, I'm about to come over. She said, hmm? I'm about to come over. She said, oh, no. Mm-mm. My house ain't home. She said, what? Mm-mm. My house my ain't home, home, girl. <laughs> my house ain't home. <laughs> said, I'm going to call you. My house ain't home. She was like, girl, what? Mm-hmm. All right. And she just hung. <laughs> that means leave me alone. Don't come over. Right. Don't come over. I'm getting off the phone. I'm good. I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I was raised pretty decently. Like, they ain't do nothing wrong, you know. They was laid back. I guess I wish they... Nah, I don't wish they would have had more rules, because... We did, yeah, they was laid back. Y'all are super chill. Like, as a family, y'all mad too. Yeah. I don't know if that's mad. a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I think it's cool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool. I wish I could do that, too. Y'all just be like, okay. That's all right. <laughs> It's all right. Like, all right. I, I, I like cursed we'll around my parents. They be like, "What are you saying?" I'm like, "What shit?" I didn't. I didn't say like the f word around my parents. I said like shit and damn and stuff like that or ass. Because they say that shit around us. Like <laughs> fair game. Okay, you cursing dad, so I'm a curse too. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this joke, and I'm not gonna bleep out the curse. <laughs> so, do you feel like you're more in love with me? Um. Oh, did I just do that? Sorry. Um. No. <laughs> I think I just found out a lot about you that I didn't know. Honestly, no. I, I a lot of stuff you said I kind of knew. We do talk a lot. So. We do. So it's like, yeah, most <laughs> yeah. Of these questions we know. Um. Maybe if we did the whole thirty-six. I think. Uh, do you think there are? Do you think there? Do you think it's possible to fall in love with somebody after 36 questions? No. Okay. Not not these specific questions. Because these questions to me are like just getting to know someone. I don't know about falling in love. Just like the guy said, a girl named Ashley introduced him to this to this game. And his current girlfriend name is Amanda. So I guess it didn't work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think That's it, a cute idea, though. It's a cute idea, but I think it might work more for people that are in a relationship. Wow. Not like yeah, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So like not someone that you're like like the cards that you gave me, like those are cool like first date questions. Oh, um, the and the and and then the other one, I forgot what it was. But yeah, those oh, are like uh, the fun uh, ones. questions for strangers or we're not really strangers. We're not really strangers. I forgot which one was the more fun one. It's the red one, right? Yeah, that one. Yeah, we're not really strangers. That's a really cool game to play. Yeah. So, yeah, if you yeah. ask these questions to someone you're already involved with, oh, excuse me, um, I think it might help increase the, the love of them, of the person. Yeah. So, yeah. I love you a little bit more today than I did yesterday. Oh, personally. my heart is warm. 
My heart is we're gonna talk the about other questions are are pretty deep, so I don't think we should go into them. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but you should look up the article and try it with your loved ones. See if it, you know, helps. Yeah, helps I'll put um, I'll put the link like in the description, so like you guys can click yeah. on it and whatever. Um, it's like a whole bunch of YouTube videos on it too. So I love watching the YouTube videos. It's- they're so good. Like yeah. just watching people ask each other these questions and their responses. It's so entertaining. It is. The end is like that, but the end is a little bit cringeworthy to me sometimes. Cause sometimes, yeah. Cause there are people who have all different kind of relationships. Yeah. The pairs are like really wild, really wild. Yeah. Like yeah. exes and a daughter and a father. That girl was crying. She was like 10. I'm like, oh, yeah, Panda's girl had the 80s. I'm always prison love, lockdown yes. love, interest. Like, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. I wish yes. I thought about it, honestly. Yeah. Um, you got anything else you want to add? Um, love stinks. I know. <laughs> ah, I, mean, I mean, love is love. We all can shit determine. We should all determine what love is to us because love is not the same for everybody. It looks different in every, so something my therapist, it looks different in every relationship, in every timeline, in every moment. Oh, that is beautiful. Right? I like that. It's not something that you can compare because it's always changing. I think that's going to be the affirmation for tomorrow. So let me (laughs) send that to me. (laughs) So. Are you good? You want to take anything away or have a takeaway? I'm good, girl. All righty then. So that wraps up this episode of Because Like Podcast. Again, <laughs> follow us on Because Like Podcast on Instagram. Um, you can follow us individually. I am Poetic Recovery on Instagram. Me, me, mine. And we are out, guys. See you next we week. We out of here. Bye. Bye.